Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's a get up show. Well, hello, super cool chicks and cats. It's the get up show here on the Simon Says Podcast. We're so happy you're with us. This is number 71, I believe, isn't it? Uh, yes, you are correct. Neat. So subscribe and like and everything, and we would love you for it. What is the latest on the crazy lady who, I don't like you guys picking on her because she's so cute, the lady who climbed in with the monkeys and fed them flaming Hot Cheetos? The last uh, thing was that she got her, I mean, she lost her job like instantly. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I hadn't even said who it was, but it was like someone she knew or someone she worked with must have seen it and was like, oh no, yeah. you're out. <laughs> She worked at a law firm, and somebody yeah, recognized yeah. her on the news, the footage of her in her tiny little outfit climbing in with the monkeys under the waterfall feeding them Cheetos, which so, that's, that's an odd choice. Did we ever figure out if she was drunk or... I that's mean, what I want to know. It's just not a good life choice otherwise. <laughs> you know, that got me thinking about the idea of if you could jump in with any animal at the zoo, what would you jump in with? I always dreamed of, and I, every time I see them, I think about it would be so cool to get in there and roll around with the polar bears. I love polar bears. I don't know why I have this like attraction to them and this feeling of like, I know something about you guys. Like maybe I was, I yeah. was one of them at some point in another <laughs> life. I want to get in there and roll around with the polar bears. But I know that they would tear my arms off and, and eat me. But, you know, I'd go out doing what I loved, having my arms torn off. <laughs> I think the panda bears would be a little safer and cuddlier. I don't, yeah. think, I don't know they, if they are. No, they're part not safer. Of their, part of their thing is rolling around. Haven't you ever seen them when they just roll and they roll down the hill and then they grab some bamboo yeah. and they sit there and gnaw on it? I mean, that's me. I roll around and I eat. Well, so. their their internal monologue while they're rolling around eating bamboo is, God, I wish a person would come in here so I could eat them. I wish I could tear an arm off right now. That yeah, that's the what they're thinking. I don't think so. Has anyone ever been mauled by a panda? Sure. All the time. No, I don't think you, so. All the time. That's all they do in the wild. Tell me you haven't been to the Natural Science Center to see, I mean, when you see how close you could get to a tiger and not want to play with them. No, they stink, man. They'll spray and you will never get away from it. Have you ever seen someone get hit? I've seen it close. I I saw a a woman. Oh, God. It was a woman pushing a stroller. 
Oh no! And just got blasted by a tiger. So, yeah, at the yeah. at the Natural Science Center in Greensboro. Oh yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. We've all had cats, and I'm sure that you've all had one of your cats get upset about something and pee on a rug or pee on an article of clothing or something. A and year's worth of stuff, receipts that I was turning into the IRS. And okay. I didn't instigate it. The cat did it on its own. <laughs> but cat pee is from the devil. You can't yeah. get it out. It smells so bad. And once it's there, they keep wanting to go back and pee on it. Now think of that times like five gallons, yeah. which and, is what and, comes out of a tiger. And times 500 in intensity. I'll tell you one product, and you can't find it anymore hardly. I've got a save search on eBay, so if it ever pops up, it'll send me an email. It's called C-Dox. C-D-O-X. C-Dox. It is is like this enzyme stuff in a spray bottle and mm-hmm. it will take cat pee out like it was never ever there i remember it's amazing that. yeah the other animal that i always wanted to hang out with at the zoo is like the gorillas because if there's one up close to the window and you make eye contact it's like there's they're sitting there like what's going on you know seriously you have a little bond they yeah. look so grumpy yeah well wouldn't you be well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they have a resting grumpy face all the time. You ain't got no pants. People are watching you without your pants. You just you want know? to rip everybody's arms off. Right. You got that one tire to play with. Like, that's enough. You know, the same tire. <laughs> I just put in here Panda Malls, and it can't, it auto-filled with Panda Malls Man, Panda Malls Tourist at Beijing Zoo, Panda Mauling, Panda Mauling Human. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's all Panda they do. Panda Mall. <laughs> <laughs> it's all they do so there was this um this guy the other day there was a story going around where he was out on a date and he wanted to impress the girl he was out on a date with so they had a normal check that came and instead of leaving the probably ten dollars or twenty dollars he left a hundred dollar tip to show off for his date right mm-hmm. and, and then went back in the restaurant and tried to set, tried to get him to lower the tip. He's like, "Hey, I need you to to make that a ten dollar tip instead of a hundred dollars." He wasn't With even his- polite about it. Did you? I mean, if you read it, he was like a real jerk. It was like, God. "I'm gonna I'm gonna report this as fraud. I'm gonna do like I'm gonna call my credit card company. You you need to do this." Ugh. Yeah. But tell him what happened though, because he got busted in front of his date. Well, so yeah, so I, I don't, I guess nothing happened, and he storms out. Well, the the server at at the time or whoever was helping him wasn't having it, and followed him out and confronted him in front of the date, and was like, "Yes, yeah, if you want to, if you want to lower the tip on the, the what you just left, you have to run your card again and do it all over again." And the of course date looked kind of shocked, and he was glaring at the lady from the restaurant. But I'm like, good on you, man. That's such a like a real scumbag move. Like a real like yeah. who totally. would have even I I hope he, that. that she never went out with him again cuz that is such a jerk. But it it all depends on what he looked like 100% Charlie and you know that. If no. he was if he was gorgeous, she's totally still with him right now. You know that. That's not true. I've gone out with very good-looking guys that if they acted like a tool, I didn't go out with them again. You know, someone once said like that's like a um a deal breaker thing is how somebody treats a server. Oh yeah, like it if you're at be. a restaurant or whatever, and and I can't remember what it was from, but it's so true. Like that always stuck with me. Like I get I get mortified even with my going with my parents. My mother, yeah. she's not a jerk, but she's super picky. And it's like, come on, man. 
Like, yeah. give them a break. And, I well, yeah, because like we've all. I don't think you have Sean, but Maddie and I both worked in restaurants. Yeah, and I worked so in restaurants. Maybe, maybe it has something to do with you have to have worked in a restaurant to t- totally understand, or at least in some kind of a tipping type industry. But I had to teach my dad how to tip because he always just left like fifteen percent, no matter what. Yeah. And I was like, no, that guy was really good. You need to leave him a little bit more. And I mean, mm-hmm. he even went so far as to have one of those little cards that <laughs> figured yeah. out how much it was supposed to be. Well, that's an old dude thing. They all do that. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I never was he a got waiter. better at it. I, I was a, a busboy at a steakhouse. We covered that before. Oh, yeah. But I, I never waited tables. But I did have to, like, if somebody dropped their fork, they would love to flag me down and tell me they dropped their fork. And I was like, you can't see I got this this tub full of dirty dishes. What do you want me to do about it? I once well, put it in my tub. We went out to dinner one time, and my mom like paid for dinner, and I saw what she left, and so like everyone was getting up and leaving, and I slid some cash in. Yes. The, oh, in I've done bed. that. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, come on, man. This that's that's inappropriate, Matt. <laughs> Yeah, my father-in-law is like that. He's he's a tiny tipper. He's got a little tiny tip, I guess. But so I I've, I've snuck in extra tip on him and he caught me doing it one time. What's up? And you know, got to tell him, "Look, I, I think that that server did a great job. I'm going to give him a little bit of extra tip." And uh just looks at me like I'm crazy. But anyhow, it's a it's a generational thing. I did something not not to that level of jerkery where the guy wanted to lower the tip on the server. But one time when I was a kid, I had my buddies with me in my convertible Volkswagen and we went through the Bojangles drive-thru yeah. and I bought everybody two um, filet biscuits, which are one of the world's perfect foods. I, I think you'd have to agree. Agreed. Yes. God, they're good. I hadn't had one in so long. <laughs> I stopped. We were on a trip the other day. And, you know, I pretty much do my intermittent fasting all of the day, and then I eat a little something in the evening. So my mom was hungry, and my daughter was hungry, so I stopped at Bojangles, and my mom got a filet biscuit. And I was like, geez, that smells so good. Oh, yeah. But um, I didn't I didn't eat one. I hadn't had one. I don't remember how long. So I got everybody in the car two filet biscuits, and we're riding around eating that. And I gobbled my da- mine down so fast, like inhaled them. And the dude in the back seat hadn't started on his second one yet. My friend, his name is Star. Oh, S- Starling. And so um, I was like, hey, man, what's going on with that second biscuit? Huh? I was like, give me that. Let me have some of that. After I had bought it for him. And to this day, I was probably 16, 17. To this day, I have guilt about that. I mean, at least you said something. You didn't just eat it. Yeah, but it was yeah, his. Yeah, that almost makes it worse. That, then it's almost like you couldn't say, oh, man, I thought that was mine, or I, you know, I didn't realize how many I'd had. You bullied him. You, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me that Did back. You faster? God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not eating that yet. I've finished mine. Give me yours. Give me That's yours. That's awful. Isn't that awful? God, I'm such a pig. But you know yeah. what? I guarantee he never thought about that again. Do you think? Nah. Yeah, no. Do, do you think that's one of those million things that I torture myself with as I try and try to go to sleep at night every night and roll around and think about? Well, yes. is there a reason why the carload of you were so extra hungry at that moment? <laughs> we've been clearly we've been working all day, right? Right. So, so I think working that he probably buzz. was too tired from work to really realize what had happened. So I'm sure he's fine. Man, y'all don't y'all don't know nothing about work. Ain't neither one of y'all ever worked. I used to I, when I was between radio jobs. When I was a kid, I worked at a lumber yard breaking down packs of lumber. T- 
take a big pack of lumber, break it down, make it into smaller packs of lumber, and then band those up so that the forklift guy could move those away. And then what do you do? You break down another big pack of lumber and make it into smaller packs of lumber so that the forklift guy can move those out of the way so you could do it again all day long, man. Hard work. Now, hold up. I painted houses in my 20s. Oh, God, how heavy was that brush? (laughs) But that's actually, I mean, there was outdoor work. There was indoor work. It was actual work. Oh, my God. I never did, like, construction. I've Honestly, it was restaurants from day one. Like, it was pretty much just that and yard work. But yeah. I never, I there, I never had that. Job. You know what's funny is, so the boy turned sixteen and has been given the ultimatum. It's job time. So mm-hmm. he was funny. He was sitting trying to fill out his resume uh, last night for one of the places, and he he was so funny. It was like we oh we were trying to get him to go to teeter, and he was like you know one of the things like requirements for like a bag you know someone who bags groceries was like making eye contact and you know <laughs> being pleasant and he's like oh there's no way i can do that i'm like oh come on man <laughs> That's you're the great. worst <laughs> like that would be the best job like now that i think oh. about it like i would have loved to work at a grocery store they well, don't enforce now, that also oh, now no, they, no, they don't. don't even really have to bag the groceries not like when we were younger and they actually bagged your groceries and took them out to your car for you and oh, loaded yeah. them in. They don't do that anymore. Well, no. he was applying somewhere else and it was like, oh, it was uh, Taco Mama in Lawndale. And he, he, they were like, you know, what's your previous experiences or whatever? I said, just write down that you really love nachos. You know a lot about that cuisine. <laughs> See, something like that is is a door opener. If you say something funny and creative on there, that's likely. If you write down none, that's going to do nothing for you. But you say something funny, like he probably didn't do it, though, did he? Well, especially, no. And well, and the other thing, too, is, I mean, he hasn't had a job before. So I was trying to tell him, it's exactly. like, you're not going to have a resume. You're not going to have previous right. experience. So, you know, you, you can list other things like that and try to, you know, we we're trying to help coach him through it. I just, you know, I'm. it's going to be funny to see him biking off to, to work and soon driving, which is even crazier. But Yeah, it is. It's scary, man. You know, did you guys ever get turned down for a job for a stupid reason? I went to, uh, this was also between radio gigs. I went to an appliance store that my neighbor across the street that I'd known since we came to North Carolina, he and his brother owned it. And I thought, this is a shoe in You know, this is basically extended family. And I went in there with my long flowing mullet and my blue jean jacket with the collar popped and walked in and leaned up on the counter. And the guy's name was Buddy. And I said, Buddy. Got a job for me? <laughs> I did not get a job. I don't and understand why. That's it weird. Was, and I learned it was 100% my hair. It was the long hair. Uh, not the jean jacket or the, the but, uh, gangster lean on the counter? It may have been a combination of things, but certainly I think the hair was the, the crux of his objection. You know, the hair was beyond my collar and he was not having that associated with the store. This was, you know, what, 80, 86, 87? Yeah, when they were young young man had a mullet. They were old school folks, man, and they didn't want long hairs. No long-haired freaky people need to apply. <laughs> I didn't even see the sign. Do you know what you could have done differently right there? Uh, Get a haircut? Just pulled it back. Pulled it back. Worn something nice and walked in there nicely and said, excuse me, Mr. Buddy, 
I would love to work for your appliance store. Yeah, but I'd been drinking. Get a job. <laughs> You're asking excuse, a lot from excuse a. Me. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me, Mr. Buddy. I once got well, fired from a job only because, like, I thought I did a pretty good job. It was at, like, it was called Olympia Sports. It was like Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. And I, someone else who worked there told me that it was totally okay to wear the shoes that we sold. Like, you could try them on and walk around in them. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. You were being hazed. Yeah, well, that I, I can't remember if there's any other specific reason, but I definitely got in trouble for that and ended up getting fired. But that was like, so, I think that was one of the only times I ever got fired from a job. So you were just walking around wearing... Oh, uh, wearing these sweet, Brand new remember, shoes. Remember the Reeboks with the uh, the pump-up basketball? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'd always wanted to try them out. So I, they're like, yeah, man, go ahead, grab a pair, walk around in them. And I was oh, like, oh, great. okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, apparently that's frowned upon. Oh my God, that's beautiful. So that's the only time you were ever fired? Yeah. I, I quit everywhere else. I Neat. probably should have gotten fired when I worked in the record store. And you know how they used to send secret shoppers in? Yeah. You know, and usually you kind of knew, like, if it was an older, ad, ad, an adult, because I was in college, you know, you kind of had an idea and whatever. Well, they sent this guy in who was my age. And I didn't know him and just thought he was just some punk kid. You know, he's he's wearing a <clears throat> jean jacket. He's got a mullet. He said, buddy. <laughs> he sounds great. And I was the only person working in the store and I was on the phone with my friend. And so, I mean, I greeted the guy when he came in and then completely ignored him the whole entire time while I was talking to my girlfriend about boys and da 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 and like just did not pay him one lick of attention and he was a secret shopper and they were like yeah so here's the thing <laughs> oh those are real that's a yeah. real thing oh god yeah oh, sure. yeah they're yeah. they're in all kinds of of um industries man all over the place you never know who it is uh i told y'all the story about the time i got fired from my first radio station was that the after hour radio broadcast one? Yeah. Have we talked about that on a podcast? I can't I remember. Don't think so. When I was taken away by the police? Mm, I'm not remembering this. Okay. Eh. So, yeah, I was doing my Saturday air shift and I was playing my country records. And then I left to pick up my girlfriend. And well, in, in between time, I, I was finishing up my shift. And as I was finishing up my shift playing country records, the guy who was coming on after me was unloading coolers and mixers and setting up a bar in the room next to the studio. It's like you walk in, there's a little bitty lobby. Then there's like a green room kind of area with a great big overflowing ashtray and then the studio. And so he's setting up the bar in the little green room area. And I can tell there's going to be a party in here. So I go pick up my girlfriend after my shift and come back. And this guy's on from seven to midnight. We turn the radio station off at midnight. Cause it's one of those deals. You know, you sign the transmitter off yeah. at midnight. So we're up there pounding drinks and beers and everything. The place is packed and it gets to be midnight and we turn the transmitter off and we're playing records and listening to them through the speakers and then, I don't know, about 1 a.m., for some reason, we thought it was a great idea to fire the transmitter back up. <laughs> sure. Which is highly illegal. And so we fire the transmitter back up, and we're playing Bob and Doug, Bob and Doug McKenzie comedy records. We're playing um, Kenny Rogers backwards. Um, 
and we're in in between just we think we're so droll just talking <laughs> and talking hilarious. oh we're so hilarious and one of the guys uh, you know, messes something up and says, damn it. And then he grabs his mouth and he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. And I go, it. It's one o'clock in the morning. Ain't nobody listening. We're not even supposed to be here. <laughs> be, sh- be sure you go back and bleep that. And, <laughs> got it. And so at, at that point, everybody kind of starts, you know, uh, you know, they, they get a little wigged out and they start filing out. Maybe we should go. Yeah, turn the transmitter off. So everybody leaves except for me and my girlfriend. We're sitting in the car, and then I see headlights come up the long driveway to the radio station. I'm like, ah, somebody must have forgot their coat. Then the blue lights come on, Ooh. and it's the police to come and get me. And the reason that the police were called is because this tiny little radio station served as white noise for all the people who lived around there. When the radio station went off at midnight, they just left it on. And then when it came back on at 6 a.m. in the morning, that was their alarm clock. So in between, they were used to just (laughs) static, white noise. So when we came on at 1 a.m. screaming and hollering, and then I said that, the police, you know, the the call center lit up. Something's going on up at the radio station. Y'all need to get up there quick. Broke in and took over. Uh Uh-huh. And so that's why I got fired from my first radio job. (laughs) Yeah, but that was a, a great, great radio right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty crazy, man. And uh, I remember going in there like the next business day, and I, I called up the guy. There was a, a rival radio station across town, and I said, hey, man, I don't think they know about it. I think we're in good shape. He goes, oh, yeah? Then how come you were just on their 5 o'clock news? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. And got down on my knees to beg to keep my job, and there was no way. It was it was too late. Oh, that, did did like they have to pay violations and things, or did no one nah. outside of your tiny little market know about it? No, I wouldn't even call it a market. It was just it was just that it was <laughs> the just the people, yeah, just the people in the neighborhood who even noticed anything about it. So, so there you go. Don't do that. If you ever get a chance. <laughs> oh, no. Well, people, it. we're not even allowed to have friends in the radio station anymore. It's not like back in the day when you could actually have everybody come hang out. It's it's very oh, different now. God, it used to be so crazy. When I was at G105 in Raleigh, there was this guy who was kind of famous. He ended up doing some soundtrack work in L.A. for a couple of movies. His name uh, was Waxmaster Tory back in the day. I know y'all, y'all don't know who that is. No. And then he was Trey Black. Before he died, he, he was known as Trey Black in the music industry. But he left the urban station in Raleigh and came to work for us part-time. And he had his whole entourage. I'm talking like mixers, rappers, dancers, everybody. <laughs> dancers. In one, seriously. In <laughs> one of the, the studios. <laughs> well, he was doing this other show. He had this other like syndicated show and it was this whole production, and he was doing it in one of our other studios while he was on the air doing Midnight to Six on G105. He was going back and forth doing this other show with this entire cast of characters in the in the production room studio. And I walked in one night, and I was like, what the hell is going on here? There's like 30 people in there <laughs> in the middle of the night. You know, I got to tell you, though, that's how some of the best radio 
programs got started was like just having your buddy Bob come in and sit in with you. And then you figure out, wow, he's really clever and we play off each other really well. And then that turned into a show. But, you know, now it's you can't you can't bring Bob in because he's drunk and yeah, well, (laughs) he's not allowed. That's that's why everybody's got a podcast. Everybody and his yeah. damn brother has got a podcast out there in the world. And they're that drunk on true. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Bob is okay. drunk. <laughs> so kids, kids are about to be out of school, and we want to give you a warning. You already know that kids are filthy. You already <laughs> know that they sneak food into their bedrooms when you've told them <laughs> over and over, do not eat in your bedroom. So be extra super vigilant this summer because you can't believe how dirty one kid was. If they do sneak food into their bedroom, make sure it's not like Cheetos or Doritos or stuff with residue because they're then going to stick their fingers in their ears and then they're going to have ants in their Un- ears. Unbelievable. Unbelievably filthy. Like yeah. when we talked about that, like I can't I can't even begin to understand the fact that it <laughs> like well, how much how much food was she eating and how much finger was in her ear you know what well, i mean like you, how much cheeto dust was in her ear but think about it like kids do not they don't wash their selves really well so she's probably like not you know sticking the washcloth rinsing out her ears and things like she's supposed to and if you do that for every night for a couple weeks and like we've got those tiny little ants in our bathroom even though we have a very clean house. So if there's an ant around and there's some Cheeto dust, they're going to find it. Uh, How many ants but, were in each ear? Uh, there was 20 in one ear and like six or eight in the other. Oh, God, that's terrifying to me. I know. It so is, man. And she didn't know what was going on. She just had like an itchy ear and it was driving her crazy. So she went to the doctor and they were like, oh, yep, you got ants. Yeah. I wonder if that's ever been seen before. That can't be like a common thing. Like, oh no, there was a girl uh, uh, in India who had a thousand in her ear <gasps> in 2016. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Did, did she fall asleep on the anthill? Like, I don't, head, head down on it, listening to it. I can't. I can't read any more about it. I a can't. straw went right into her ear from the, the, the hole. You know what's funny is that. Hey, what's going on? I, I was looking around for some ants. <laughs> they seem to all be in your ear. As an editor. Um I remember when I busted so we you know, we were telling the kids no food in the room because of the ants and whatnot. And I remember one time I was doing yard work and I walked by the boys' window and you know those little like under the window is those little like carve out that kind of go into the ground towards the basement. Like yeah. usually it's like a window or a vent or something. It was slammed full of trash. So he had been eating in his room and just throwing it out the window. Oh, great. Yeah. I was like, I logged in with the bag and I was like, hey, buddy. And he's like, oh, all right. I'll give you my Xbox. <laughs> like oh my. he knew. It was like insta busted. But he's, he's instead of taking that trash and taking it back out and throwing it in a real trash can. Well, I, yeah. I think after that, he realized what he did wrong and then started doing that instead. And then the, like the one time we walked in and his room smelled like mac and cheese. And I was like, all right, come on, man. It's, it's like fresh food. It's under the here. bed. What are you doing? <laughs> Another radio story that's also filthy. There was this guy. I'm not going to say his name because he's still in the business. He's a nice guy, too. But he worked in North Carolina radio, and it was a radio station that had an upstairs studio. 
and had like a window off the studio that went out onto the roof. So he worked mm-hmm. nights and he had to end up being let go. And after they let him go, they did a little cleanup and they found a mountain of beer cans outside that window where he'd been <laughs> sitting there on the air drinking beer every single night that he was on the air and just chucking them out the window while he was on the air. That was my, one of my favorite stories about that guy. Oh, you, the good old days. Uh-huh. You know what? <laughs> I'm finding so many stories about kids with ants in their ears. Are you sure that the story you have is current? Where was that from? Yeah. Was it in Asia? Uh, yeah, I think it was like in Taiwan or something. And and you're sure it's current? Because I've got one here yeah. from back in like 2015. I guess it, it happens just, a lot. No, this one's 2011. Yeah, no, it just came up in the in the news stuff yesterday. Come on. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, I, I really can't think of anything worse. I, I have such a thing with like ears and whatnot, like with my ears, that the idea of a bug being in my ear terrifies me. Oh, yeah. I have a thing with bugs, period. Like no matter where they are on me, it's terrifying. I can't stand it, man. Oh, see, that but, doesn't yeah. bother me. Like I'm almost fine with that. I know you're weird. You're well, I ch- like we went. When <laughs> as we went long camping, as they're not in one of your orifices, this is. I chased. I chased the boy out of the camper because we were like, I'm like, I'm ready to go. So there was a daddy long legs in the trash. So I just picked it up in my hand, and came at him. I'm like, look, you don't get out of here. He's like, oh god. Well, daddy long legs aren't bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you know, everybody else hates bugs, and I'm like, I don't care. So I was using them to try to horrify everybody. Oh, speaking of that, everybody's talking about eating cicadas. And we've talked about whether we do it or not. Um, People say they taste like shrimp. Other people say they taste like asparagus. I read a story about a guy who went to a cicada festival where they had them cooked all different kind of ways. And he said the most important thing to remember when you go to eat cicadas is the way that they're prepared. You want to be sure that they're air fried or some other way that they're absolutely crispy all the way through. Hmm. I I have a problem with this. Why are we eating these poor little bugs that only get like three weeks on the surface? Don't worry about it. No, I'm sad about this. I like the one place that was like that they take the wings and the legs off. Because I think if I've seen anything on like Fear Factor, it's those legs that really, like that's the worst. Disgusting. Well, the guy said that he, he had some that were like, blanched in beer or whatever and he popped Ugh. that in his mouth and it was all like squirty outy like a gusher and he said that was it he was done Ugh. he couldn't he couldn't do any more and he said he would never eat them again and he would never serve that to anybody so do not eat a loose one do not eat a squishy Ugh. juicy one. <laughs> i mean that's pretty much the rule for most things is don't eat a loose one <laughs> yeah that's a mantra i don't know mantra for life <laughs> yep I don't Maybe know. Pudding. Pudding's about the only thing you can eat that's loose that's okay. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of one. I like uh, a loose burrata. Uh, you know, you can't have a non-loose burrata and have it be a proper burrata. I don't know what that is. I don't mind loose eggs. Yeah, I love a loose egg. Very good. Good call. Okay. But no, like a burrata is... I've, I've told you about that before. It's mozzarella strings soaked in cream wrapped in a mozzarella skin. Oh, well, that sounds amazing. Oh, you know what freaks me out? <laughs> Have you ever seen that thing where they make the, uh, they take that Japanese omelet and they like, serve it and then cut it and it spills out? Like, that's almost too much, though. That's Ooh. too loose. 
Molten lava cake. Loose. Yes, that's uh, brilliant. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, what else is loose? But it's loose in a container, though. <laughs> it's not just Well, a cicada's in a container. Oh. A hard, a crispy hard shell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's, you know, I... We should, maybe some, we could figure out a way to eat those shells because they are crispy, crunchy, and there's no actual cicada involved. It, at some point, behind. that's going to be your option, though, man. You know, they keep making meat a bad word and all this stuff. That's going to be your protein option one day. Is like, why aren't cicadas meat? They're a living thing. The, Have you oh, ever eaten like a cricket or something? I've mealworms and uh one time when i was in norfolk some listeners brought me a great big gift basket because my birthday's on halloween and they brought me all the the scariest things to eat and it included like um texas peat mealworms and there was three or four things like that in there and i i ate some of them back then i would do it i got the (laughs) novelty crickets one time for the kids and they were it's like ranch crickets and they i mean they weren't great but it was mostly because the ranch was gross well, I, I mean, yeah, the cricket the, the, itself was like whatever. It doesn't taste like anything, did it? No, it was just like awful ranch, and that was pretty much it. But yeah, it's all mind over matter. But I mean, I think the bigger it is, I mean, that's again going back to Fear Factor. Yeah. It's like some of those bigger bugs. Like they had some of them where it was just like that's terrifying. That's a lot going on. Um, and no doubt. And I don't want legs. That's I don't want anything where it's like in my teeth and it's like hey, nope, I'm done. But I think would, I would you eat a snake? It. Would you Would you eat a rattlesnake? I hear it's good. I feel like I've had snake before. I would eat it, but I'd prefer you don't tell me what it is because it's probably just going to look like meat. And I'd be like, okay, that's pretty good. But I mean, but of course, then we're also talking a dead snake. So yeah, I'm in. Yeah, because yeah, it had to die for you to eat it. <laughs> yes. You win. <laughs> win again. <laughs> but I don't think it would be good, man. I don't think it would, like people talk about alligator, like, oh, that's a delicacy. No, it's not. It's tough. It's stringy. It's chewy. I didn't yeah. like it. I, the no, way, I don't it like was that. just the way it was like alligator ribs, and they, I just, they weren't good. Oh. See, plus I feel bad for the alligator. You know, well, they've you been through so bad. much. You yeah. don't feel bad for the cow and the pig and the chicken and the turkey? No. No, no. They, <laughs> They are here expressly <laughs> for that purpose. Are they? Until Are they really? Until you can hook up a box and hang it around their neck and they can talk to me and tell me something different. Yes, they're here for that. You are here for me to eat. Okay. It, yeah, that look, it's it's called a cattle ranch. It's called a chicken farm. You're delicious. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I ain't worried about that. Should I be? Should I be concerned about that? But why are you not concerned about the cows, but you are concerned about the alligators? Because the alligator's been through so much, man. Look at him. Look at his eyes. But he's he like was older. A, I know. He's a dinosaur. He's like hanging on. All of his boys are gone. All of his boys. Like he's thinking back to when he had the brontosaurus over there and they used to come over and they'd hang out on Sundays <laughs> and they would hide, hide out from the T-Rex and they would laugh and laugh and laugh when he would stumble by all clumsily. And now he's got nobody to hang out with. He's, he's going to golf courses because it reminds him of the old days. They used to lock the door, but then they put the key up high, and then you know it's sitting there and it can't reach it because those tiny little arms. And, and like, they ah, laugh. Ah. <laughs> and then you get take him out to lunch, and he can't pay, you know, because he can't get yeah. his wallet. Can't he, reach his wallet. He laughs and laughs and laughs. Yeah. So I mean, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Alligators have been through enough 
without us eating their tails and their ribs. I, you know, that just bugs me that you even said alligator ribs. Poor guy. Uh, well, again, I, understand. I, I promptly said good day to you, alligator ribs, and I, I went back over to Mr. Mr. Pig again. <laughs> yeah, come on, give me that <laughs> come pig. Come here, piggy. Give me your ribs. Me, me and an alligator sitting down to a delicious pig meal. That's yeah. more like it. That's something we can agree on. The alligator's got and laugh his and laugh and <laughs> alligator's got his bib on. I've got my bib on. He's got a great big long mustache and a monocle. Top and hat. Top hat. You know what I'm talking about. For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, they, how many people is it? What is what is the statistic of people who believe that there's still dinosaurs somewhere on the earth? It was it's, like half of people or something like that. No way. That can't be that high. Um, and we're not talking about like alligators, dinosaur throwbacks, like alligators, crocodiles. Almost half of American think it's possible dinosaurs still exist in a remote, remote corner of the world. And I blame media. It's ever since like this King Kong movies, everyone thinks that a dinosaur could be somewhere. Well, Well, yeah, there's an island called Jurassic Park (laughs) where there's lots of them. Well, they tried it twice and it, you know, there's, there's dinosaurs on both the islands. Do you know that you are so right about the King Kong? You talk, are you talking about the new King Kong or the original King Kong back in the 30s? Oh, the new one. Because here's something crazy, and I know we're about out of time, but the Loch Ness Monster was a thing of legend you know, for centuries, obviously. But the way that it's described and the sightings of it didn't start happening the way that we think of it in modern days, like we all know what the Loch Ness Monster looks like, right? Like a plesiosaur. Mm -hmm. Right. That didn't start happening until after the first King Kong movie came out in the 30s and King Kong fought that plesiosaur and it put it in people's head that that's what the Loch Ness Monster must look like. And so as soon as that movie reached critical mass, people started thinking they were seeing that monster because it it shocked and terrified the world so much that they started seeing that. And every description of what the Loch Ness Monster was after that movie was that plesiosaur. But people saw the monster before that movie came out? Yeah, but it was always like a big snake. I'll tell you right now, the only thing terrifying to me out of that entire movie and all the giant monsters and all the giant things, like I will take a giant lizard or a giant, you know, gorilla or whatever, the giant bugs, that was the worst part. Like no. I don't mind bugs, but if it's the size of a dog or a cow or even bigger, no way. No way with their weird hairs and can you imagine Remember a giant the, cicada? The no. giant a spider cicada? Oh. The giant spider that's in Harry Potter. Ooh. <laughs> Never saw it. Terrifying. Terrifying because its mouth moves sideways and it's like. <laughs> well, now we know where the line is for Maddie. He doesn't mind bugs until they can eat him. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Right. All right, cool. Well, I think we're out of time. We appreciate you. Do you have a final thought, Charlie? Save the cicadas. Don't eat them. There's plenty. There's so. No. There's plenty of cicadas. Let Don't them worry. Live their lives. Let them come above ground, have their little cicada sex, and die on their own free will. All right. They died doing what they love, being eaten. Exactly. No. How about you, Maddie? Uh, I'm going to leave and go have some Loch Ness Monster ribs. (laughs) (laughs) They're delicious. 
So we appreciate you. We hope that you'll join us again next week. If we're still doing these next week, be sure you go to 987simon.com. Check out our radio show. Make a request. Call the Simon line. Maybe you'll be on the next podcast. The number is 336-373-0987. Ah, it's been good. We'll see you next week. Be smart. Okay, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.